Hey, hey S fam. Welcome back, back to Sisters from Another Mister. If you're new, my name is Delisa. And I'm Brittany. What are we talking about today, Delisa? Joys of being a daddy's girl. Yeah. So, happy Father's Day. Belated. Happy belated Father's Day. To, to all of our fathers who are listeners. Or men who just, you know, inspire and motivate. Or, or you know, the zaddies out there. Because you fathers too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Father's Day, I forgot now. Well, we were talking about how... So, basically, my father's birthday is really close to Father's Day, and so is Brittany's mom, mm-hmm. who was recently in town um, for Father's Day, actually. And I was planning on taking my father out to dinner for his actual birthday and trying to, like, see if we could do, like, a... You know, as we always do, include each other, and if maybe we could just have done, like, a... A double birthday celebration with her mom and with my dad but the irony of it was it was going to be on actual father's day which i uh as of recently do not care to celebrate uh my father passed away and i just don't really bother with father's day that much not even that much at all honestly mm-hmm. He passed away in 2016 from liver cancer, and ever since then, I just, I, selfish, maybe it's mean, I just feel like, who cares? I don't have a father, so I don't really like to celebrate it. It actually makes me feel a little ill sometimes that that, that happens on Father's Day. But anyway, um, so when Delisa said that, she was like, you know, you want to go to dinner? And I know that it was not from a mean place or anything you know like disregard but Mm -hmm. it's just because that's what we do we invite each other to functions that's Mm -hmm. just our thing and and it was both birthdays and father's day it was like a three in one kind of a day so i understood it but i just didn't want to go out to dinner mommy i don't know if she wanted to either but Mm -hmm. she she might have because it was her birthday so Mm -hmm. she might not have cared but i was just like i don't want to be the party pooper. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be there. It's your dad's day. It's his birthday and Father's Day. That's right. awesome for him and right. you guys. I, I think that's great. But I just know I'm not there yet. Right, right. So I was just kind of like, I didn't want to also leave you hanging though. Right, like because somebody invites you somewhere, you gotta let them know. Is yeah, yay or nay? Like, what are you no, doing? absolutely. So that's why I was like, okay, well, you know the. It's on that day that I know myself. Right. I was trying to build up for it, too. And I was like, oh, maybe we could do that. That'd be good for me. Like, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, oh, my God, no, I can't do it. Right. And to set the record straight, you do have a daddy. He's just elsewhere. So we can't say she doesn't have one to celebrate with. She just doesn't have one. On this heavenly earth, he's yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. But I will say um, that... If that's this is another reason why communication is really good because I was glad that she said something for one because sometimes you know we as humans we get so wrapped up in what we're doing or you're just thinking I mean I don't want to make it sound so bad but you're thinking kind of like selfishly and thinking of like oh, okay well 
why? What's going on? I wonder what's going on or maybe if it's something else. But I'm glad we got to talk about the fact that or or just or just, you know, just the fact that I was reminded that, you know, it is mm-hmm. a hard time for for you still, you know, and who knows how long that will be. But, you know, this is just a prime example of why communication is good for any relationship because Definitely. you are left to assume whatever you know right. and it, it really put into perspective for me like sometimes I need to slow down and I was telling her I need to slow down and like really take account of what's going around for you know whoever's around me whatever they've got going on mm-hmm. you might have come from a good place but just just to still try to be a little bit more aware of the times because like I tell Brittany all the time I am I am so wrapped up in in shit all the time that I don't even know what date is most times I don't even know what the date is sometimes I'm confused by the month you know because life is just going but for some people the world stops on a particular day or Mm. you know so I just think it was very good that at least we had a conversation even if it was text message whatever just kind of like checking and be like you know sis this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm ready. Right, right. Because then it didn't make me feel like, uh, you know, striking yeah, my mother hostage over there and we can't right, celebrate. Right, right. And it could come off even funny about your parents. Right, right, right. Like, it's nothing. I, mm-hmm. the, the Bostics, that's my other parents, <laughs> you know, and vice versa. Right. So it's like, I wouldn't want that to come off. Like, I don't care about his birthday. Right. Or him being right. a father. Right. That's important too. Right. Everybody, you know, right. that, is, and especially because, like you're so important to me so obviously mm-hmm. you know they're gonna be important to me right you know so I didn't want it to come off like oh so she don't care about my father's right. birthday no, or, like or anything like that you know right. or oh she don't want to eat at that restaurant like no right. <laughs> you know whatever people could think assume, anything yeah I mean you wouldn't because we know each other right. pretty well so yeah. I don't think that way but mm-hmm. in general just like we're talking about just like being open and communicating mm-hmm. no matter right. who the person is mm-hmm. just you know you gotta do it just getting things in check. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, you absolutely... Because that's important, you know? Yeah, it is. Life for everyone goes on, maybe, in the world, but there are people who are dealing with things, like, mm-hmm. they don't have a father, or yeah. the father's passed right. away, or, or you know, it just is a multitude of things that yeah, could absolutely. happen, you know? Absolutely. And, and that's like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of weird, because it makes me think about those people. The people who don't have. Who don't even have a father. Right, right, Let right. alone, like, me, I was such a daddy's girl. So it was like, that's my best friend mm-hmm. before the Elisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you think about it. And then I think, dang, imagine if you just didn't have a father. Those people are going through it, too. Mm-hmm. Or people who, maybe you weren't even close to your father. Mm-hmm. That, when people die and then it's like a bad relationship, mm-hmm. that's kind of rough, too. Mm-hmm. Or even if they don't even die. Because, I mean, in my situation, I was very, very, very lucky. Because I have a daddy, but he's not biologically, like, by blood my father. Mm-hmm. I don't think of it like that, and I hate saying that. But, you know, there are people out there who, who might have the same situation, and you might still think about, like, you know, mm-hmm. I do have this this other human do you being. feel like that? Same? I mean, for fathers, I... I didn't think about it. I feel like I think about it now that we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And there's those moments where I think about it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm going to be honest, I didn't. But there there are, I'm pretty sure, people who do think about yeah. it. You know, like, yeah. this is Father's Day and, mm-hmm. you know, how they celebrate. I was, like I said, just so lucky that I have someone in my life who takes that role and I'm not really missing out yeah, I say most of the like, time. You don't even have to think about it. I don't have to think about it That's for the good. most part. It is good. Um, but at the same time, there are times that 
don't involve Father's Day mm-hmm. that make me think about it. Right. Um, and that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother topic. But um, I feel like it's just these, you know, certain holidays. They're just really just certain days, certain times of the year that yeah. really, you know, makes you put things into perspective. Honestly, and you know, try to dive deep. Right. And sometimes it's not even like a like you said. It's not even a day. It's like an event. Mm-hmm. It's so weird how your memory works. Mm-hmm. You, on a particular date. Yeah. Or or sometimes, like, how you always say when you think about wedding cakes, mm-hmm. instantly, you think about Auntie Marcy. So, yeah. it's like, that is, that could be any day that right. you happen to be talking about wedding cakes or thinking about a wedding cake. Right. It, 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 you know what I mean? It's not necessarily... It's just, like, so random things that might make you think of someone. Yeah. Whether they're alive or, mm-hmm. or gone for now, you mm-hmm. know, you just... Certain things trigger stuff like that. Right. And once I feel like we had the conversation about her, um, her dad, we started, it like, it made us open up and start to talk about, you know, the way that certain family members have passed away mm-hmm. and just the hard feeling behind it. And um, one of the biggest things that I think we are dealing with when it comes to illness is cancer and just thinking of like how much it takes away not only from you know the, the the trauma that the actual person has to go through but also what the people around them are having to deal with you know yeah and how even after the passing long after the passing yeah how it really affects the family and even the family dynamic you know yeah that's true your whole family will change especially like i was telling you if it's like that person who was like the foundation yeah not that everyone isn't important but there's certain people that are just a pillar yeah in the entire family like Mm -hmm. they never have no problem with anybody in the family everybody always loves that person Mm -hmm. whoever that is for you the glue yeah that's like family's gonna change you'll never be saying something like that no absolutely like for my aunt, my aunt Marcy that Brittany brought up, she was my mom's oldest sibling. Um, and then the story behind that is my mother, when she was born, three days after, I want to say it was, her mother passed away. Her biological mother passed away. And my aunt, I forget, she wasn't, I don't even know if she was a teenager yet. And she had to take on the role of being a mother to, I want to say maybe, Seven, seven siblings, seven, seven or six siblings. Wow. I don't know if that includes her. I don't girl. Just don't judge me. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> hard to keep me home. That's a lot. Of- yeah. Back in the day, they was, they was out here doing yeah, it. Was, <laughs> just like, whatever. Next. Yeah. So, um, I just grew up kind of feeling like she was my young hip grandma. <laughs> Yeah, I never, I never really thought of her like that. But as I sit down, I think about yeah, it. Yeah. She was kind of like that for me. I really looked up to my aunt Marcy. She was like my favorite aunt, and it wasn't like we saw each other every day. It wasn't like you know, it wasn't like you would think it wasn't that close. But she like really had. She really made an impact. I feel like on my family and me, of course, just based on like how everyone felt about her, you know? 
She sounds like she was the matriarch. Yeah. Because she raised everybody. Yes. And it was like, you know, just even the joy my mother would get when mm. she would come into town. Yes. You know, as a child, you know, whatever your mom, whatever affects your parents, oddly enough, or especially my mother, or maybe other, you know, other people feel that way. It just makes you feel like that way about, like, my mother is afraid of lizards and frogs. And I don't know why I'm afraid of <laughs> lizards and frogs. I think it's because she is. So, like, when my, anything, you know, my mother would feel happy about or joy about, it really somehow affected my mood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when my aunt would come into town, she would just be, it's just so much, it would just be so much, it would be so joyous, you know? And... I just loved her for that, you know? Yeah. She would come and have such an impact yeah, on the family, did. you know? I remember the first time I met Auntie Marcy, she came to Newburgh. Mm-hmm. And y'all came by our house, <laughs> and she was whipping that big suburban truck. <laughs> and she was, like, how you said, yeah. a cool grandma. Yeah. I absolutely could see why you say that. She was just like that. She was mm-hmm. telling people what to do, but she was laid back about it. And she was so sweet about And she it. was so sweet. She jumped out that car. She hugged my mom. Like, she never met her before. Hugged her. She invited me. Come on, let's go. We all went to Woodbury. She was just so sweet. I felt like... Like that motherly nurture right, right. from her. Right. And I wasn't even, you know, raised her right. by her like how you were and around her all the time. But she definitely, like, even just being around her that little bit of time, right. I was like, oh, you feel cozy. You right, know? Right. So when I left my mother to go be with Auntie Marcy and your mom was lit up like a candle. Yeah. It was, it would be crazy. I was like, yo, she's like a whole, and my mom, I remember when we got back, my mom said, you could tell that. Dorothy likes her right around. Yeah. She likes her being here because she's like a different woman, right? In this, and it was so weird. Your mother was glowing. She was like right. a kid in a candy store. Right. But I get it because that's like her mother, right? So I could, have, I know I get like that. When my mother's around, <laughs> you know. So right. and I was like that. I was probably worse when my father was around. So right. I get that part. You know, I'm that's sorry. like. One pause. It. You can keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie Marcy was. She was a pretty lit grandmother. Mm. Not grandmother, but aunt. Right, no, honestly. And it was like, you know, you see your mother every day. And it's just like when somebody can, like, come around and make her feel that way. Yeah. It it just really does something, you know? Yeah. It's just very nice to see that person happy the way they are. Right, right. It's like a different side that you don't get to see usually. Mm -hmm. that's what she would do is bring out a different side of people I feel and your mom was your mom is generally a more quiet keep to herself kind of woman so it's like a it's like a lock that many people can't open kind of feel you know yeah exactly so it's like all of a sudden you see like I don't want to say a whole other side of her but you see different a different part of her that she doesn't really typically share right you know now being around your mom as many years as i have and my mom too like now we've seen that part of your mom right but it's like that was probably one of the first times where it was like oh wow it's not even she's not even doing anything she's just sitting in the passenger seat <laughs> but like this is my sister marcy <laughs> and she was just so proud of her yeah. sister she's in town from jamaica yeah. and she you know just the way she even said it it was mm-hmm. like oh, they would go shopping together and yeah. cook together and watch like, tv together and oh so just, it was like she's kind of like bound to have that effect on you right that's my default right absolutely so i definitely understand what you're saying no, absolutely. i feel like cancer is like it's like an epidemic 
It's, it's like taking over. And what's so crazy is that my dad had, that was his second time fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. He had testicular cancer before. And then and he was like 23, uh, early 20s mm-hmm. before I was born. And then to have it again, it was like, yeah, I already did this. Right. Didn't I do my share of fighting? We joked. <laughs> we would joke that he became like a superhero after Yo. the first time he had cancer. Because daddy would come <laughs> Daddy would come in. I was I'm an avid Chinese food eater, and back then I was no joke about my Chinese yes, you food. Were no joke. And we would go to pandas and I would get my or I think it was I guess it was pandas at that time. I would always get like, what was it? spare rib tips mm. and I always had to make sure that there wasn't any hot sauce before he got his piece yeah and he would look at you crazy cause you <laughs> like the onions in your fried rice and he's like come on D onions <laughs> like yo this is her food like how dare you and he used to have these massive hands I just remember he would come in through the door from like working he yeah. wouldn't even wash his damn hands <laughs> it would be black <laughs> and mind you y'all my father was a mechanic for like 15, 20 years. And then after that, he never stopped doing manual labor. Yes. So his hands oh were God. always dirty. Always. Roofs, he did construction and he did home improvement. He was always walking around and his hands would stain the food. That he would, so he would put his hands in my like, plate, gra- and I was used to it. He would grab a uh, spare rib or whatever he, <laughs> he could grab chicken or wing. chicken wing. Yeah. And I would always say, I don't know how you do that. Like, your hands are filthy. And Brittany would then say, he doesn't even get sick. And it was true. He would not get sick. Ever. No. He never got sick. He didn't get a cold. He didn't get... It was weird. He could be around me and mom. Mommy be sick. And it didn't matter. You could... And he was laying in the bed with her. Like, why aren't you getting sick? Sneeze in his face. He'd be upset. But he would not get sick. He would eat stuff with his hands filthy, questionable on the expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> you like, <laughs> but we we swore it was the cancer. Yo, like, I swore that him. first time. Yeah, it made him like the abominable man. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Why can you always eat and do whatever and go and just like an energizer? Yeah, like, I remember one time he ate something, some type of. Salad, like a potato salad, something with mayonnaise, and my mom got sick, and he didn't get sick. He was like, "I don't think it was that." Like, uh, pretty sure it was. Yeah, you you just, just got a different immune system. You got a different type of immune system. <sighs> God, it was it was pretty shocking when he found out he had cancer because it was like, "What?" You it's don't like the world get stops. sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. It's like the world stops when you hear about that. It did. And then that stupid doctor just said it like, "Murmur." What? Yeah. Wait, what did he just say? He said it like so cavalier, like oh, no big deal. And it's like they put an, a date on it. And yeah. Like, oh, you'll be, you'll be, you'll probably live for another six months, or you know something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's stage four. You you got a few months. What? Yeah. And I remember him saying like in later, like yeah, he just said that in front of my wife and child, like that was no big deal. Like what the heck? Why would you say it like that? My life goes on. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It does not it at doesn't. all. Because at that point, you're just it's like it's like the worst, honestly. Because you have to, you have to. It's easy to start mourning from that moment. Oh, and yeah. that's not fair. Right. 
Right. You know, it's just not fair because it's worse than someone to me just immediately dying because it's like you're just mm-hmm. waiting it out at that yeah. point. If you if you don't yeah. have a support system or or a different way of thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I feel like you always have that fear. Like, is it today? Yeah. Is it tomorrow? Is it going to be next week? If he cough a little too hard, you're like, oh, God, what was that? Right. He doesn't cough like that. What was that? You know, you start to like analyze everything, every little, every little thing. So I know what you mean. It's just not fair to do that, you know. And then here we are, uh, three years later, and it's still like I can't do more. (laughs) Listen, maybe, maybe one day. I I remember after my mom had him that like um signed up with that hospice and they did grief counseling for a year after i feel like they should they, they like it was free free service that they offered because you just people you just never know how people want to feel and i feel like your aunt marcy was even longer yeah it's been a long time and and i always you know tell Brittany, i don't know what it is i don't know if it's like a gift or a curse where i don't really remember dates I don't really notice the time passing by. I don't know if that's a way that I cope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just... It's been years. I just remember we were in Silver Spring. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been so quite some time. Yeah. And it's almost like you're a little bit ashamed to say that you don't really know the date, but... Like I said, that's just the way that I cope. I try not to really think about it. That's a good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody's um, different. And and it's just been so odd that with even with your father and with my aunt, I was one of the people who weren't wasn't around to see the, the deterioration. Mm. You know, like I remember my aunt, how I remember her, mm. and then, um, I remember my my all my siblings and my mother went to Jamaica when everything was going on. Mm. Just to be with her and um, a lot of my friends, everybody, everyone in Florida went and I didn't go because I didn't have a passport. Mm. And a little part of me wonders if I just subconsciously just didn't want to go and even, I didn't want to be part of it, I don't think. Like, I didn't say that and I didn't, I don't even remember thinking that, but I just think that that's probably, I'm not going to try, you know? Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to do what's best for you. I just remember like us coming from the city, I think, one time, um, one of these times, and my mom calling me. We we're on our way back or somewhere. We we're mm-hmm. on our way somewhere. And, and I remember we were having the best damn time, you know? Yeah. And to get that news, it was just like. I vividly remember that. Day. A killer, you know? And I didn't know what my aunt looked like for like during that time for a very long time. I didn't know. And one day, I think it was after I moved back to Atlanta. My mother felt the need to show me pictures. And even to this day, like, I remember them vividly, but I can't remember them in detail. Yeah, yeah. And again, I think that's my, my coping mechanism. Right, right. I just don't think I need to see it. tactics you know? kicking in. Yeah. Because, I mean, the person she showed me was like a shell of the person mm. I, I knew. It was like, my aunt was very light-skinned. The pictures mm. she was showing me, this person looked, like, black. Mm. It was She was dark. Yeah. Like in color, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Your it is, it is like that. It, it, your organs just start to go. That's crazy. So it's like it changes 
everything. Did Daddy look like that at one point? Mm, not so black, but there were other things that I'm not going to tell you because you that's not for you. Mm-mm, yeah, that's not for me at all. I felt so bad, too, because I remember I had made plans to come and see Daddy. And it just did not happen. Like that, he had he had gone, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like really taking it hard. And Brittany had to remind me that maybe that just wasn't for me, you know, no, to see. Right, right. God make plans. Uh, no man make plan for God wash him away. Yeah. Sometimes I say God laughs too. Yeah. Oh, he always laughing at people <laughs> all the time. You know. So hey, you that wasn't for you. You made the plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he said no because that's not what you could do at that moment. Yeah. And that's okay. I think that's better for you. Yeah, but see, not that it's good or bad ever, but it's like you you have that experience, which is not necessarily good or bad, but like I've had people who have obviously dealt with it. Your dad, my aunt, among other people, mm-hmm. my other aunt, aunt. You know, so you know what it looks like. Me, it's like I still don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I might one day obviously have to deal with it, you know? Listen, just pray you don't. That's all. Just pray you don't. Maybe you don't, Maybe that's just not a thing that you will have to deal with. There's nothing know. wrong with that. I, I'm My aunt, my aunt had it. Um, she and she got dark too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen people with uh, cancer before. I never seen it. Daddy was the first person I seen it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. That was a time. That I can imagine very trying time. But I've seen people dealing with it before, and it's not. Mm-mm. I mean, honestly, you ain't miss nothing. Keep your good memories, right? Keep your good memories, girl. Cause, oh God! Now, I'm not gonna say it like you know. I, I'm, I'm a part of me is glad that I was there. No, absolutely. In that sense, and then especially since my mom was there, I wouldn't want her to be doing that by, by herself. Because that's a lot to have to take lot. care of. You know, a family member that's that ill. You know, mm-hmm. up until the end, oh, that's God. a lot. It was just hard, just even. Like, my father, made, you know, he always talks about, like, when your father helped us move. Mm-hmm. And now he was just slinging stuff in the truck. And he was like, how? Yeah. Slay? Like, I can't do that. <laughs> he was, he was to, saying that that day. He was like, how is he doing this? Trying to keep up or whatever. But then it was like, fast forward to, like, your wedding. And he looked good to me then, too. But it wasn't what I was used to seeing. And mm-hmm. that was what I, you know. I want to say that was probably the like the smallest, I don't want to say the worst, but like the smallest he had been mm-hmm. of me. Which is so him. crazy because then he lived That's another so- year. Ooh, almost a year after that. Like eight months or so after that. Yeah, because your father was massive, like as far as like just tall and, yeah. and just very muscular. So it was like very different to see him. People used to call him Big Will. Yeah. Because he was like that, like, brolic kind of. Yeah. Brolic, big. it was the word. Yeah, he was he had these hands that were just yeah, massive. Big arms, big oh hands. He's just like a big build kind of guy. And not like fat, but like. No, not at all. Because I think it was all that manual labor. He was always working. Yeah. He stayed fit and built muscle on top mm. of it. Like, it just worked out. Could eat. <laughs> yeah. And then he would eat a lot. Could eat. He would eat so much food. 
steak and potatoes type of man, huh? My goodness. And then you went and found you a steak and potatoes type of husband. You just love a steak and potatoes type of man. He did that to me, I guess. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I know. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, How do you feel like, like cancer, maybe you didn't see it to the end and that's cool. That's good, actually. But how do you feel like it's affected you? Like seeing, uh, seeing how cancer affects people and like feeling it, like how having um, Marcy taken from your family, like the way it's changed. Like I feel how do you like, feel like that affects you now? I feel like death in general has made me feel weird about people calling me at a certain time. Mm. I get like an anxiety about the phone ringing at a certain time. And the way I answer, like, what happened? You know, like, I already feel like, yeah, what, what's going on? You know, um, so it definitely has affected how I, how, you know, I feel about answering the phone when certain people call. Um, it, I don't, I don't really think it changed my diet. I think in the back of my head, I'm always thinking about, man, you know, this food, you know, what am I consuming? What am I being exposed to? Um, different things like that. I have seen it in my family members, though, where it's it's a very drastic thing, and I feel like it's been very traumatic for for certain family members because um, I had an uncle that came up from Jamaica. Uh, what was that? A couple of years ago now. Yeah. And he's a very health conscious person. He's like a health nut. I think he's only gotten worse <laughs> since my has passed. Um, he take he he makes sure he takes his daily walks or runs in the morning. He doesn't care. It could be dark as hell outside, and he's out there. Honestly, we were really scared for him because in Jamaica at a point he was doing it, and people like um, these people would come and try to rob people who are like running and mm. doing going on walks and do all kinds of wickedness to them. And a couple times he's had to like run off and get away from oh these God. men that are you know trying to. Whatever they're trying to do, because people are sadistic and they yeah. it, it's sometimes not even about robbing. They're just ready to do some torturous shit, to yeah, you, you know. Yeah. And so he's had that happen to him, I think, twice. Um, wow. But even when he came to visit here, he would wake up crack of bare before crack of dawn, and he it could be as it could be below freezing, and he still was going on his walk. Um, he would eat a certain way, like there was a certain things he would eat. He wouldn't even cook food in a particular pan it had to be a particular pan um and he wasn't like that before i just think that him witnessing the pain that my aunt went through it was something that was just very traumatic for him and he refused to live a life where he wasn't i guess res- being responsible i guess about mm. what was you know he was exposing his body to i mean if I guess he kind of feel like, oh, I have a choice, so. Yeah, so if I can, you know. Avoid that. I just I just kind of feel bad, though, because I get it. But then it's like, I hope that you're living a full life. Right. You know, right. and that you're not just, you know, trying to be, you know, preventable. And. Yeah. Being obsessive, almost, yeah. you know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't know. I, I feel like. Cancer has made me more aware. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm like health obsessed like mm-hmm. that, but it definitely makes me more aware. Like if you know, 
if someone tells me something, I'm more inclined to like, oh, let me look into it. Like you was telling me about the natural deodorant. Like, oh, let me look into this. You know, you told me like, oh, I seen this sign at the OBGYN and don't use whatever brand. Don't use regular tampons yeah. and pads. Right, people. right. What all those all of those brands. Use organic cotton, please. Right, right. So it's like, okay, so it makes me more aware. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't feel like before it was on my radar. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm I've gotten to that point. I feel mm-hmm. bad for you, I'm going to say. I hope that he is living a full life, like you said. But maybe for him that is a full life. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't know because granted he might be running from cancer, but he has had um to battle like um a couple of scares with like his heart. Oh okay. so. so that's and that's something that definitely does run in my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's um but yeah, I feel like some of those things though I am very grateful for. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, switching up pads and tampons and different things like that. Yeah. We sometimes are not paying attention to the way our body reacts to certain things, I think. And I will say that I am an avid supporter of the organic pads and tampons because you know, we did our research, obviously, mm-hmm. before we started, do, you know, using those things. And I can say that I've definitely seen a difference when it comes to cramping. Honestly, TMI, but even down to, like, your body, your smell, when mm-hmm. you're, you know, during that time. We're all adults here, so we know what yeah, we're talking about. On. But we, we know we're talking about. You know, blood, so. Yeah, menstruation. Yeah. You know, definitely a, a, there's a difference in in all of it, you know. And we are not even for anything, but like, you know, Brittany knows I have talked about having children for forever, you know? So it's not even just about like, okay, cancer for me, it's like, you know, what am I doing to my future children? If I can even have any, because of, you know, the exposure to these chemicals and all these things that we're being exposed to each and every day, you know, I can't, I can't save myself from everything. I don't think, nah. right? But if there are little changes that I can make, I am I am up for doing the research mm-hmm. and for making the change. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. Yeah, I definitely, that's how I feel. And I feel like I also now uh, even think about stuff like that. Whereas before, it's like, maybe if someone brought it to my attention, I would think about it and look into it. But now it's like, it's even on Active. my radar. Mm-hmm. It's like, I am actively, yeah, mm-hmm. actively thinking about it. Like, Hmm. I don't know about that. That you know, fast food, whatever it is. You know, I'm like, hmm, I don't know about that. Or when you told me about the deodorant, at first I was like, dang, it's so easy. Just use my deodorant. I'm like, God, please, this sucks. But hey, I was you know shocked when you did that because I've like, noticed okay. you doing that, like making the changes. Whereas not to be funny, and I don't know if it was like a oh we were younger and whatever, but. It, you know, I have definitely seen a difference. Yeah, more also, I will say that I think, yes, I'm definitely way more receptive. But I think it's also kind of like, like how you said, you don't notice the changes in your body. You Some do. things, you've always used it. So you didn't even know that the way your body reacts to it was actually negative. Right. And if you changed mm-hmm. it, it could be better for you. Mm-hmm. Like the pads and tampons and things. You always use a particular one, or at least for me, I've always used a particular one. I never thought twice about it. Mm-hmm. Once I switch, I'm like you. I got. I'm like wow. And I already had a really light, pretty easy going period. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, it gets better because <laughs> I've always known that. And I said, you know what? Let me never complain. I can't complain. It's so manageable though. It's like it right? doesn't even. 
It's exactly. so much better than ever. Mm-hmm. So I think a little bit of it is that for me. And that's why a part of me is kind of like, okay, if Delisa brings it to your attention or anybody brings it to your attention, definitely look, look into it. But also be more aware of mm-hmm. it, of different things, you know, like what's mm-hmm. going on around you mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Even like how you you don't put your phone in your shirt anymore. Mm-hmm. I tried to. You, yeah, you tried to. And that was something that I never really thought about. thought about. And then I was like, this happened to me just the other day. I was walking to the mailbox and I put my phone in my shirt to open the box. And I said, oh, let me not do that. Mm-hmm. Dealers said, don't do that. No, and, and that's another thing. The reason why I even got that information was um, from King's mom. And as, mm-hmm. as Brittany knows, King's mom actually battled breast cancer, but she survived and kicked its ass. That's kicked what she its did. ass, okay? She did. Real so. antiquing style. <laughs> she didn't do it because she wasn't even stressed. She, she didn't even give us a, like a chance to even be, be any kind of way. You can't. No. That is a that is a freaking warrior, y'all. Yeah, she she is. is a queen. Yeah, she I is. love Brenda, but um. But yeah, with her, she would always make sure we were in the hospital. She was telling me, "You guys stop putting your 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 phone in your your bra." I used to do that all the time working at the um. She used to work at the uh, hotel in um. What do you call that? Home. She she would clean the rooms or whatever. So you know you're going up and down in these oh, rooms, yeah, yeah. and you get you know you're not thinking about it. You put your phone. Excuse me. You put your phone in your your shirt and you go, but. What? Who's to say that that wasn't some type of effect? We don't know, you, you don't know? know. So you don't want to just leave yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why to certain things. I was getting on you about that damn powder. Oh God, yes. Because it, it, it's like okay, if you know better, you don't necessarily do better. People say that, and I don't really think that's true. I think you try to do better because we're human. Okay, I know. You're not supposed to eat certain things, mm. but I want it. And sometimes that's just the way it's going to be. No, and you know, listen, so as my mom says, something got to kill you. Okay. <laughs> and for real, like, you hope it's old age, but it might be something else. Like, what the heck? So I get that. But it's like, okay, especially when I found out that they was putting it in the poor people neighborhoods with the black people. The baby powder. The, the, the baby talc. powder. That talc powder, Johnson talcum powder, whatever. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, because I don't know how that case ever turned out. But we ain't gonna. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to find out with my sister. They still got it in the hood, so, so be careful. Allegedly, it was supposed to be bad, but we ain't gonna wait and find out. Tell this, you better stop using that powder. It's like they still it, have it in Walmart, though. They do, and I don't mess with that. I don't touch Mm-mm. powder. It's so hard, y'all, because I grew up on <laughs> from the from the diaper. You put the powder <laughs> in your underwear, like you know, just a little bit. And not too close to the hole, okay, but still a little bit because it's hairy down there sometimes. I, well, not now. Listen, <laughs> I, I agree with you. I was I was the type of person that just flailed the powder no, all over the place under the boob. Yeah, man, um, it'd be a cloud. What? <laughs> all over. <laughs> but I said, oh no, they trying to, especially they trying to get the black man and the black woman. Man, fuck you, I ain't doing that with y'all. No more powder. Told you, no more powder. She did. I can't lie though. I just get the little cornstarch one here and there. It's summer. But see, cornstarch is fine. It's fine. That's what you could do that. <laughs> but like, I feel like if nothing else, 
um, being older while he had cancer and being older when your aunt had cancer and my aunt had cancer, both of your aunts had cancer. Miss mm-hmm. Brenda mm-hmm. had, so now, because I think because I'm older, I'm sure when I was younger, other people had cancer. I mm-hmm. just don't remember or, you know, it wasn't as impactful for me, but mm-hmm. being older and then seeing it like that and then knowing other people who I care about, I love, it makes me more aware of it. And now, like, I would read about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I try to, like, tell everybody I know. Like, I tell all the women I know, like, yo, stop using powder. Oh, yeah. I told my mother, you're not allowed no. to use that. You have to use using, you know, panty liners and different things. Because my mother's from old school. You put a panty liner on every day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she had to learn as I got older. Mommy, some days I might not even wear drawers. But since you want to wear those panty liners. Yeah, you can't. You know, you can't use those ones that, um... You can't use those ones. You can't use those regular ones. You gotta, you gotta get the organic. Yeah, and yeah, they're gonna. You know, these healthier options are gonna cost more, but it's better to pay now than to pay later. Right. So, right. And surprisingly enough, the organic ones at Target are, are not bad. Bad. I mean, really. You throw all of that stuff in the trash anyway, so it's all too expensive in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. But hey, if we want to pay for it, might as well pay for the good one. Listen, back in the day, they used to just put that cloth between them, and it was yeah. regular, regular, regular stuff. They didn't have all these cancer problems. Nope. Try to figure out what the Asians use, cause they just they, they live forever and ever, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my Asians, but um. Yeah, man. Yeah. I will say cancer is a motherfucking bitch. It's a bitch. And it's something, I don't know, if maybe it's these type of poisonous powders these companies don't care or the food industry is also not what it used to be. Everything is about money these days. Yeah. And it's like, also, I think it's maybe it's just in general, like Americans just consuming things that Supply we, and demand. Yeah, we just didn't before and that could be causing it. We were looking at the other day, they're making rice plastic. Like plastic rice? Yeah. What the hell? I remember we saw that? Christmas there was a yeah, there was a whole that bunch bread. of stuff that I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, it was the rice or anything else. Mm, you remember? I don't remember all of it. I can't remember. But I was just shocked. We need to post oh, that. Uh, we, we're talking about the bananas too, Mean King. We'd um looked and it's like they're foreshriping them. So like if the tops are green and they're getting brown already. They're not supposed to be green and brown at the same time. So why is it? that doesn't happen? So now that's that's what's been going on. So I'm trying to figure out like, what does that mean, you know? What? Mm-hmm. We bought bananas twice and they were green at the top. You ever notice that the size of strawberries has increased? Ridiculous. From when we were kids, they were cute little berries. Not even to be funny, but even blueberries. Yes! Mm-hmm. And they sell them like that too. They'll say, oh, like it's like a larger or something. They'll put like, you know, it'll be a whole pack of big-ass blueberries. That's nasty. I don't like them when they're like that. Mm-mm. I don't buy them. I don't buy them. I can't. I forgot where I was with James, and he picked up the strawberries. I said, nah, those don't look natural. That mm-hmm. looks like right? that looks like it will kill you, like, tomorrow. Why are they so big? Which is what's crazy, though, is that... Chicken? <sighs> chicken wings? These chicken wings are so big. They they How? are so big. I don't even like. If they're too big, I don't like. I can't eat them. Mm-mm. I can't eat them. It's just ridiculous. But you know what's crazy is that what if, 
like are the kids now coming up do they think that's the normal size of a strawberry or a I mean if I didn't see it isn't that something any other way then I would assume you know Yo, that's crazy. We got to repost that um, video on our Instagram. And the one with the with food. The one with the food and, and, our, and our Twitter for you guys. And Facebook page will post that so that you guys can see and be aware like how we are. Yeah, man. Because if you knew better, you would do better. So. Yeah, man, you got to try. You got to try. You do. Well... Cancer's here. We will fight it. Fuck cancer. That's what I think. Fuck it. Fuck that bitch. Oh my god. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah. But um, one thing I will say is that I was thinking about it after the whole back and forth conversation we had about your father celebrating. Um, I feel like it makes you closer to people. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not just death in general. But I definitely feel like um, it makes you empathize. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be more empathetic to people. When mm-hmm. someone says they have cancer, if you don't know anything about it, you don't really understand how three years later that person doesn't want to have deal with the Father's Day. You don't understand right. that. You don't understand, like, if you're talking about wedding cakes where your, your friend gets a little teary-eyed, mm-hmm. you know, and like, what the heck is wrong with her? We're talking about something positive. Oh, and, and even for that analogy, it's because my aunt... Um, in Jamaica or in a lot of the islands, we have a thing called fruit cake, but mm. or black cake or rum cake, whatever people want to call it. And I would dream that my my aunt would make my wedding cake because she made a banging ass fruit cake. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, that's where that's coming from. And she my wants aunt. to get you bacon, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's actually bacon. the reason why I would bake. And I remember when I was younger, I would play with Fonda. Fondant, whatever the hell me and you and Crystal would call it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so now every time I think about, like, getting married and when it comes to, like, the wedding cake, yeah. I always think about her and I kind of feel a way about it because I always thought that. Yeah. Even if she didn't make it, she always knew someone <laughs> right, right, right. who could make it. So, yeah, that's where that comes from. I mean, I don't know about you, but I didn't know much about what I wanted for my wedding. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had absolutely no idea, like a freaking idiot. But I knew I wanted my father to walk me down the aisle, so I kind of understand like that. Like I don't know nothing else. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what kind of plate I want, what kind of chair shape, colors. Oh, I don't know none of that. Mm-hmm. But I know one thing: Willie gonna be there, right? And me and him, we gonna be arm and arm down that aisle <laughs> at somebody's church. Right. So for you, it's like, I don't know if you plan the rest or if you know the rest, but I know that's a detail mm-hmm. that you definitely have always talked about. Mm-hmm. Always. Honestly, I would have had a whole wedding just planned around the wedding cake. Yeah. Whereas now I'm just like, girl, let's go to the courthouse. <laughs> I mean, but that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It changes the way you feel about certain things. Yeah. You would think to other people it might like be so insignificant, but... Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. true. But um, yeah, I think it's just it makes you empathize. It makes you you yeah. really feel that pain. Yeah, you do. When somebody, I recently met somebody and they were talking about uh, a foundation that they were a part of 
for liver cancer. And I was like, what? Nobody ever talks about liver cancer. Like, everybody always talks about breast, breast cancer. cancer and even lung cancer is getting mm. some TV time because of smoking. Or, like, um, childhood cancer. Mm-hmm. Overall, ovarian and cervical mm-hmm. because of people not being out of kids. But liver cancer is just not one that gets a, a lot of... Or pancreatic. Pancreatic also. Because that's what I'm talking about it. Yeah, they just don't talk about those two. It's just like, I understand it. So when that woman was talking about, I was like, liver cancer, really? Like, how how do I donate to this? Absolutely want to be a part of all of this. No, absolutely. You just feel different. When people, like, even when you hear about, like, these walks and different things like that, mm-hmm. it makes you, like, you may not jump on the bandwagon right away, but it really even makes you, like, think a little bit about mm-hmm. it more, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't go to this woman's event, but I did get online and mm-hmm. donate, like, it's just that simple. Yeah. It's just like, man. And I'm going to think about them on the day of their event. Like, mm-hmm. I hope they get more funding. That's mm-hmm. that's great. That's good. Whereas before, I don't, I don't know if... I think cancer, that alone, it stands out to you. But it's mm-hmm. different when you could feel it. Yeah. Like if somebody says it's it... personal. And, yeah. Like, or somebody says pancreatic cancer. You mm-hmm. feel it in your stomach. Like, ooh. Right. I know how that is. So, if nothing else, I think that is one positive thing that comes from it. It makes you more empathetic. It makes you more aware. You open your eyes a little bit. Especially being older right. when it happens to both of us. Um, and I feel like it makes even like us, like the fact that we have those type of conversations, mm-hmm. it makes that better. It makes our relationship mm-hmm. stronger. Because you can relate. Mm-hmm. And you need those people, so then you like you grow closer with them mm-hmm. in that time. And well, even somebody to understand, like mm-hmm. fully understand, like I understand why at this time of the year, you know, like mm-hmm. I know, I know that feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely something to think about. But enough of the sad shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let y'all go. Yes, and. Uh, Hope y'all have a blessed week. And make sure you follow us on all the social media. Sisters from the other Mista. And like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Because we lit. <laughs> and also, go back and catch up. If you are behind, it's okay. You can still go back and watch, listen to all of our other episodes. Okay? Can we talk about juicy shit? Okay. I mean, this is real life happening. It is. And we, we got it for you. Okay. And if we don't, hit us up and let us know. Oh, that's we true. Can, we I'm pretty sure we can relate to everything. <laughs> or we can find somebody who is. <laughs> for real. All right. That's fam. Thanks for listening. Brittany out. Dia, Dia Lisa out. <laughs>